Hi, welcome to the Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingley. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's question comes to us from Louise, who has asked us to rank the Disney princesses in order of their awesomeness. Finally. Right? 171 episodes. It, it is no surprise that both Sean and I really love Disney. Yeah. So this is kind of sweet. Lost podcasts, we did a top five Disney movies, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. That sounds like something we would have done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were asked. Well, and also in our ranking of the top, our top movies from the 70s, 60s, 50s, there are definitely Disney movies on my list. A, yep. because I haven't seen enough other movies, but B, because I just love Disney that much. So yeah. this was a pretty, pretty awesome topic to get. Yeah. And I'm pretty excited to do it. Uh, we should... Note that it is stupidly hot in Calgary the day of our recording this. It is. And we're in Sean's apartment, which is essentially a greenhouse. Always. So we have the fan going, so if you hear a little whirring in the background, it's that. It's that. Yeah. It's not like the day that we were recording in the, the Gigantor windstorm. That so. was last week. Yeah. So this is going to be nothing. Yeah. If a breeze, <laughs> if you will, comparatively. Hi-oh! Uh, well, that's our podcast for today. We got the pun in, so what the hell more do we need to do? Nothing. Perfect. There's actually criteria for Disney movies. For Disney princesses. Disney princesses, sorry. Obviously, there's criteria for Disney movies. They have to be Disney. Yep. But as far as Disney princesses go, there's actually... There are... Sean and I both, in our own research... Yes, we researched this one. Well, we had to. That way but we could rank. We were thorough in the sense that, that's true. I, I just looked, I was look, literally looking for just a list where it's like, here are all the princesses. Because I thought there was more, there are 11 official princesses. Right. Now there is a whole list of other ones that don't make it. Like, for instance, Elsa and Anna. It's yep. Anna, right? Not Anna. Yep. They actually, while technically they could fall into the category of Disney princesses, they are so successful on their own that they don't, need to... They're not part of the line. Yeah. Because there's a Disney princess line of the 11 official princesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to run them off in chronological order. This is not our ranking order. This is just from when they came out to... Or from the, the first release to the, the most recent one. I believe... Okay. <laughs> it makes... Yeah, okay. So Snow White, Princess Snow White, Cinderella, uh, Princess Aurora. Yep. Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida. Right. Those are that's from oldest to, to newest. So, yep. those are the eleven princesses that have come out. Right. So now there's things like somewhere uh, on here I have requirements. Each official Disney princess must meet the following requirements: A has a pr- primary role in a Disney animated feature film. B, is human or mostly human-like, example, Ariel, and C, does not appear primarily in a sequel. The title, actual title of princesses is not necessary, but certainly helps. Um, the princesses themselves, despite appearing in several separate films, have distinct similarities. Uh, like, they can all communicate with animals, whether or not the animals can communicate with them, or the animals can actually talk. Like, there is an ability, like, Cinderella talks to all the, the farm animals and the mice and everything, yep. even though, like, the dog doesn't actually talk to talk to Cinderella right she can t- communicate with that dog right right so there are similarities like that um, anyway so those were that's kind of the basic criteria so that's why Mar- Maid Marian cannot be a princess right because she's a fox 
because I can pretty much guarantee if she was a Disney princess, she would be number one on both Sean's and my list. Unless Leia was officially made into Fair. a princess by the time we were doing this list, because there is a bit of a movement for that. If that was the case, then it would be Leia, then Maid Marian, then the rest. Totally. Yeah. Uh, little side note, Wonder Woman just got released. Yep. Uh, from what I understand, everybody's raving about it. Right. Um, I've seen memes about how uh, it's really cool that our princesses have turned into generals. And so you see, like, it's a, a, a shot of um, Robin Wright as Princess Buttercup, who is now the general in the, the Wonder Woman. But then you also have Princess Leia from the 80s, who is now General Leia in, in the most recent Star Wars movie. I'm like, this is, it is so cool that these female role models have now gone on to do incredible things. And so I feel like this is a very timely list for us to be doing. Yeah. As Sean and I are both very large fans of women. Yep. And female role models and And strong female characters. I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, as I have, like, two hours before recording this, literally got back from a vacation. So I have not had a chance, but I am really excited. Yeah, I've heard from kind of across the board people who love DC movies who don't love a lot of DC movies in the sense like, you know, like the last one I really liked was the dark Knight. blah, blah, blah. There's, but, there's a lot of people who have been really, really into this movie. So. Which is awesome. It's really nice to hear. Yes. So yes, it is. Yeah. I, I, at some point I feel like Sean and I will both see it and then maybe report back. Yeah. Or each, I don't know. We'll figure that. We'll figure that out. Well, we, at the end of the year, we'll do our top 10 movies of the year. There's a very good so at the very it. least, it will probably make those. I'm up to one for 2017. So once Dave sees Wonder Woman, yeah. Super. So uh, shall we move on to the ultimate five-star Sean and Dave list of Disney princesses and their awesomeness? I think we should. Awesome. Uh, Number 11, and in last place, uh, the way we did it. Oh, yes. We should, we should quantify this. We did this the same way that we did the top 100 Simpsons episodes of all time on theguysfrom.com, where we both made a list, and then we assigned points based off of their placement. So if Dave's number one got one point, and my number one got one point, and then it went down from there. So then the highest total points would be at the bottom and working its way to the yeah. lowest. So the one – it's like golf score. The lower the score, the better. So, right. So, um, you know, You Only Move Twice – was our number one Simpsons episode because my two, your one. Yeah. So, and whereas my one is streetcar named Marge, which I like, but not as much. So it was, you know, it's, it's, but I'm perfectly fine with my number two and your number one being the number one. Yeah. Whereas so as on the ultimate five star Sean and Dave list of Disney princesses and their awesomeness, our one and two tied for first. Yeah. So we flipped a coin because they exact same points and exact same placements yeah. on both of our lists. Yeah. There were a couple ties. And so, our number one and our number two, it was, our number one was Sean's number one and my number three, and yep. our number two was my number one and Sean's number three. Right. So literally, we, we had no discrepancy, whereas a couple other ties, it was like, one came in at six and seven, but then it came in, the other she one was also like, came in at like three and 11 or something like that. So because they were closer at the six and seven, that one took precedence over the other one, right? Yeah. So um, in this case, Aurora did not fare well. No. No. Oh, 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 she oh. was my 11 and Sean's 10. Yep. Uh, and we won't tell you where they ranked on each one of them. It doesn't really matter, but... Well, my number 11 is coming up next, okay. so... Yeah. <laughs> Aurora didn't fare well. No. But she doesn't do a lot. No. And that's the issue, like... She's great at sleeping. Yeah, She's right? She's super nice. But... She's got good hair. 
she sleeps a lot. Yeah. I mean, even on the on the list of all the Disney princesses, where was Aurora? She's number three, right? Uh, oh, yeah, because yours is chronologically listed. So, yeah, she was yeah. three. Aurora has the distinction of being both the princess with the least amount of screen time and singing more of her lines than speaking them. I don't care about the singing part, but she has the least amount of screen time. Yeah. She's a Disney princess for all the reasons why she should be a Disney princess, but... She doesn't do much. She doesn't do much. Sleeping Beauty is less about her and more about... Is it Maleficent? Is she the... uh, Yeah, yeah. it's about Maleficent. It's about the three fairies that raise her. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... I guess Prince Charming. That one's Prince Charming, right? I think so. Yeah. Are there Prince Charmings in a few? There might be. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but who's the prince in Snow White? I also feel like he'd be Prince Charming. He might be. I don't know. It's so cool It's and kind of odd that we know more about the princesses than we do the princess, the princes. Like, yeah. in most situations, it's the princesses that we follow, and the prince kind of comes in later. Yeah. Which is kind of, especially considering when Disney first started, it was a very male-dominated world. Yep. And this was... And I mean, now granted... The the three of the, the, the original princesses, Aurora, Snow White, and Cinderella, they were kind of more meek and relied on the princess to come save them. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the, the Renaissance, as I read, in, like that started in the, in the 80s, the late 80s, they, they were a little bit more self-aware and a little bit stronger. And then most recently, the, the most recent ones we've had have been a lot stronger characters and, yep. like, honestly, better role models for girls because they're more... They're stronger women and better to, you know, they're they're just, it's like, yeah, that person is, is somebody that I can look up to because she, she makes choices for herself and she doesn't need to be saved. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, I mean, yeah. anyway, but it's still weird that in this male-oriented world that a lot of the, the characters that we see are the females. Yeah. But kind of cool. But yeah, Sleeping Beauty, I don't, eh. I don't know what we can really say about her. She's on, she's on screen so little and... And asleep. And asleep. Maleficent's the best part of that movie. 100%. She's a great villain. She is. We could also do the best Disney villains. Yeah. And not necessarily just in these 11. Like, if we were to do best it, Disney villains, oh, well, man. Well, then it's open to everything. Jafar, can... Scar, Prince John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Ka. Whatever. If anybody wants us to keep on the Disney train, we will gladly do the Disney villains. Yep. Number 10 is Ariel. Why was she your number 11? Uh, the entire premise is that she's going to rely on her looks to hook somebody, That's and fair. she doesn't need her own voice to be able to talk to a guy, and the guy's just like, yep, you're hot. That is a very good point. That's the entire premise of The Little Mermaid. It's been a long time since I've seen it. She gives up her voice to get legs so she can meet the guy she saw on that ship. Yeah, I guess for me it's just... And then she doesn't get the voice back unless he falls in love with her. But even still, because when they're singing Kiss the Girl, that would mean that she would keep her her legs, but so but it's her, her father, King Triton, who comes in and basically overrules everything and says, you can go up there and have your voice back. Right. Which is fair. Yeah. I I'm, just, like... I'm not fond of that. I love Under the Sea. I love the song. Mm-hmm. Sebastian's dope. But, <laughs> like, what am I excited about, about a young girl who 
falls in love with a guy she saw on a ship once and decides to risk her entire father's kingdom and her voice and to give the sea over to evil on the basis that she's pretty. That's the Little Mermaid to Sean. <laughs> Which is why she was my number 11. <laughs> That's fair. That is fairly selfish. Yeah, quite. But maybe she just believes in love at first sight. That is a recurring theme in Disney, and she clearly fell in love with Prince something. Yeah. Eric? Uh, I don't know. I sure. Don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's just call them all Eric. Sure. I know there's a <laughs> Prince Eric in there somewhere. Yeah. So they're all Prince Eric. Eric Charming. Nice. <laughs> right? There like we go. It. That is a good name. If I ever, if I was to ever become an actor, my screen name would be Eric Charming. That's a terrible screen name. It's an name. awful, awful screen name. <laughs> Although Eric Charming Smith, not a bad name. After Atticus Touchdown. And Darth Vader Smith. And what was the first name to Sean is Right? Something Sean is Right Smith. I can't remember. There Man, is another one in there. You're going to have to have a lot of kids. Atticus Touchdown. <laughs> Darth Vader. I'm so happy that you remember all these. Because literally the only one that I remembered was Darth Vader Smith. Well, Atticus Touchdown. That's, come on now. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to name my dog Atticus because I never thought that I was going to be able to have a kid named Atticus. But Atticus Touchdown does have a pretty sweet ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have to... We are getting way off topic here. This may have to... Th that may be another conversation for another day. Sure. Somebody can write in and be like, why did you decide to name Dave's kid Atticus Touchdown? And then we'll have to get into it. And then I'll ask you because I can't remember. Because I'm apparently the one that remembers. Yeah. Sean, I'm having a kid. Here's your registered list of names. <laughs> well, crap. <laughs> Honey, which one of these do you like? <laughs> do, I, do I have to choose from this? I think so. Yeah. It's either that or Chulupa Batman, which is a reference to the League. Uh, no, that makes sense. I do understand why Ariel gets a little bit less love for you. I just, I guess for me, it was just, it's been years since I've seen The Little Mermaid. And I feel like had sure. I watched it more recently, I probably would feel that way. But it's just been like, for me, it's like, oh, whatever. She just, she's taking initiative and she's just trying to find a way to go meet this guy that she saw once and fell in love with and you know at least this way she can get to know him and but if we go with your way she's all selfish and well jerky. she can get to know him but he can't get to know her cause other than her using you the can... fork as a hairbrush she can't tell him about herself so are you saying that all mute people are incapable of telling other people about themselves no but most of them use sign language Ariel doesn't she has personality Sean Personality goes a long way. Yeah, most of it's based on the way you talk. So it's entirely for him. It has to be entirely based on her looks and her body language? I guess. I don't know. God, look at the way she uses that fork. I'm in. <laughs> uh, see, had we known that... Well, had we had a little bit more time to think about this, I could have tried to watch all 11 Disney movies and really been thorough, but, you know... Eh, whatever. I haven't watched Outlander yet. What are the chances <laughs> I'm going to watch all 11 Disney movies before we podcast? I'm I, just hoping you watch Outlander before you move. I haven't packed it. Okay. Yeah, I was I was packing all my DVDs. I was like, not that one. That one needs to stay <laughs> out so I can watch it and then give it back to you before I leave. Yeah. That is... Because I know... When we're only seeing each other weekly, every other week, 
which it sort of is now, but when you're having to drive two hours and bring up other stuff because you're going to stay and yeah. see a bunch of people, you're not going to remember Outlander. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> so? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I, I unpacked, I, I kept it unpacked. It's the on, literally the only DVD I have sitting <laughs> in my house that is not packed, unless I've forgotten something. Unless you missed one somewhere or whatever. Whatever, yeah. but like... As far as DVDs go, it's the only one sitting there, so... Why is Boondock Saints in the dishwasher? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, that's where the second one belongs. Number yeah. nine is Snow White. Yeah. Another one who spends some time sleeping. Yeah. Um, Poison she... Apple. Yeah. But like, what when you think Snow White, do you think of Snow White, or do you think of the Seven Dwarves? Oh, yeah. It's number seven Dwarves. So... Like, Eric shows up and saves her, and that's great. Nice. But, like, I'm trying to the think. the one who wakes up with a kiss. Yeah. Like, it's the, but, technically, like, he, okay, we can talk about Eric and the Little Mermaid. Right. And how he fell in love with this girl who doesn't talk, based only on her looks. Whereas, Eric, with this, this is going to get really confusing. <laughs> yeah. Eric and Eric, but Eric, with Snow White, literally shows up. And kisses her. Yeah. Same with Sleeping Be- Aurora. But, but that's the magic, right? Yeah, but how does he know that? It, wasn't he told? Was he? I thought he was told. Oh, I thought he just took advantage. Or was Sleeping Beauty the one that was told? I can't remember. The Or the prince is like, if you if it true love's first kiss yeah. will wake Sleeping Beauty, whereas Snow White was poisoned but will... So he sucks the poison out, and she wakes up. Uh, obviously. It's like a rattlesnake. <laughs> but she doesn't even, like, the apple comes out. So what, did she just choke? Maybe? Because I think it's lodged in her throat, and then he kisses her, and she breathes, and it comes out, and it's weird. Really, it was, you have to remember this was made in 1940. Sure. CPR was way behind where we are now. <laughs> So, like, there's no plugging of the nose and, like, pr- having checking a good seal and checking and, all that. Yeah. No, you just, you did what you had to do, and then you jammed a morphine serret in, and you went on. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, but notwithstanding, Eric comes and kisses her, and she wakes up. And, I mean, she's great when she's, at least we see more of Snow White than we do of Aurora. Yep. Like, she runs off because she doesn't want to be found. Right. And the, the the one like she's the one with the mirror, right? That's Snow White. Yeah. Whose affairs of the of the land. Right. Whereas Maleficent is cursing the kingdom mm-hmm. because I'm I don't want to mix up the Disney movie and then the Disney live action movie with Angelina Jolie, but I don't know between the two of them, but she's like cursing cause is it the daughter of her former lover or something like that and then the fairies come in to raise her because if she's not by 18 stuff happens all the different legends of all the different fairy tales yada 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 but this one and I can't remember like the wicked witch of the north has the the mirror and the, the enchanted mirror and says who's the fairest of them all and it's Snow White and then so Snow White runs off and then but so we see her living with the dwarves it's not like she just passes out and that's it yeah she she gets duped by the crone to eat the apple yeah so yeah 
that's but in the meantime she's hanging out with the dwarves and gets to hang gets to play and dance and sing and yeah and we get that like doing housework song with all the animals yeah sure. whistle while you work isn't that I don't know yeah. I did discover today literally today in my crossword that hi ho as sung by the dwarves is spelled h e i g h yeah didn't make any sense to me I'm like hi uh, blank ho sung by the dwarves is like well, that's hi ho, but it's five letter H. Really? And so I like I wrote it, penciled it in, because I never do my crossword in pen, because I'm not that good. Right. And then I googled it after I wrote it down. I was like, oh, it is H E I G H. Sure. Yeah. All right. There was way more variations of spelling that I would have figured beyond that, but anyway. Yeah. So anyway, just... she's there. She sings. She has fun. I don't know what to... The first few are kind of okay. Once we get past the top... Once we get to the top five, that's when they really start to come into their own, I feel. But, you know, we have to get through them all. To be fair, you haven't seen The Princess and the Frog. That's true. So I feel like Tiana might be a little low just because you haven't seen... Certainly. And that is... (laughs) Because she was your tan, right? Yeah, just because I didn't know. Aurora was that lame that I was just like... uh, here yeah, pass <laughs> but Tiana had to be high because I just I literally haven't seen Princess and the Frog yeah. and I, I know the fable I know the the story about it but I haven't the seen frog it the Frog Prince so like, and the Princess and the Frog or whatever whatever it is yeah yeah. but I couldn't I, I, I'm doing a disservice to her by having not seen it the only there's only a, one other one on here that I haven't actually seen I think so yeah or I'm not familiar enough with. Whereas this one, like, I know it's fairly new. Well, yeah, 2009. Is it? Yes. Man. This was a throwback to old school Disney. They wanted to do an old-fashioned Disney princess musical, so they did. Uh, she's It's 20s, jazz-age New Orleans. Okay. She works in a restaurant, and she dreams of owning her own. And she kisses a frog, and then she herself turns into a frog, and it's an adventure in the bayou. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of a cool concept. It is. And it, you know the story basically. Yeah. So it's just, have to see it. Okay. Yeah, okay, then maybe, the problem with Disney is there's not a lot of Disney movies on Netflix. No. They have their stuff on such lock and key. Yep. That it's really hard to see Disney movies. It's true. So, it's going to be a trickier one for me to see. At some point, I'll get there. Uh, there's a good chance that I have it in the house. Really? Actually. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when I give you Outlander back, I'll <laughs> borrow... It might be Blu-ray, though. I feel like that's okay. Does Xbox 360 play Blu-ray? I don't remember. I can't remember. I feel like I have Blu-ray and I can play it, but I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. We'll figure I'm it out. hoping, based on the uh, the trailer for Far Cry Five, yeah, that I can have a PS4 before Far Cry Five comes out because it looks February twenty February yeah. twenty eighteen early so next year. I have time. Yep, because it looks awesome. Well, they'll do a like a Black Friday sale for That's sure. True. They'll do a Boxing Day sale, Boxing Week sales. Yeah, and I'll just order it online because I hate having to go anywhere on Black Friday or Boxing Day. I believe there's going to probably be a price drop next week. Super. So, wow, next week is. Well, not to, but 
if there's a price drop, then there's a price drop, right? right so sure. it's it's no longer three fifty. Now it's two seventy nine. Right. I thought you meant just temporarily, but like it's just going to come down in price. I assume that the one like what I have will come down to lower. Cool. Well, that's good to know. So regardless, again, getting ahead of ourselves. Well, but maybe you want to play Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts is a mashup of Final Fantasy and Disney, where you actually are going through the Disney worlds. Really? Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and is it like licensed Disney worlds? Yeah. So it's... this is a Disney game combined with... Square Enix, yes. Dang. The first one was on PS2, and you oh, really? got to like Hercules, I think that was one. I don't know, there's so many. But yeah, you literally, it's Mickey with the official Mickey voice actor and Goofy with the official Goofy voice actor and then a Final Fantasy character going around and it's like, oh man, you have to go to Alice in Wonderland world. And it's legitimately the Alice in Wonderland Disney world. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Why isn't Alice? Well, she's not a princess. I suppose. But neither is, well, she is, she is. Technically, okay, fine. All of them are except... Number one. Yes. Technically. And I don't remember if Tiana ever... Oh, but the prince. The yeah. frog prince, so... Anyway, our you number seven is... Okay, yeah, totally. So I, I, I do feel like I should. And it's, I, it's hard to talk about that one because you haven't seen it. Yeah. So, so d- theoretically, she probably would have ranked high, low, higher had I seen it. Yeah. But I haven't, so moving on. Yep. To My... something we are both grossly familiar with, because who isn't familiar with Cinderella? Yep. Your number seven, my number seven, yep. our number seven. Woo! Cinderella. Love it when that comes together. I... It's Cinderella. I mean... Yep. She's she's trapped in this castle with her wicked stepmom and stepsister. She does all the right. chores. Technically, her name is Ella, but she spends her time in the cinders, so she's now become Cinderella. Right. Because... It's a pejorative name given to her by her wicked step family. Yep. Um, she gets help from her fairy godmother, goes and finds Prince Eric, and... Yep. See, it's so easy. It's so it easy. It fixed all of our problems with this. Yeah. And then, yeah, so then she... Has to leave by midnight leave because by that's midnight. when the magic yeah. wears off. Leaves her shoe behind. The prince finds it. Then goes around the kingdom looking for a woman with the shoe so here's a few things i'm wondering a the rest of her costume outfit gown disappears and she goes back to rags right why doesn't that shoe disappear b is there not one other person in the entire effing kingdom who has the same size shoe as cinderella apparently not that, I guess those are my questions for now. <laughs> okay. But what happened? Why doesn't that shoe disappear? Although, did she have the other one too? Maybe. She, th- I think she might have had the other one too, and those didn't disappear. But right. The gown Everything else went. did. Okay. Turns back. To and the mice turned back into mice. Yeah. And the pumpkin. The pumpkin goat turns back the, into a pumpkin. A pumpkin and, and yeah. Yeah. And also, that's kind of rude of the fairy godmother to give him a twelve o'clock curfew. Like, this is your first time out of the house in forever. You have to be back by midnight, which, let's be honest, at a royal party probably is just when things are starting to get good. Yeah. That era, yeah. Right? It's like, people don't show up until 10 o'clock because you've just finished supper at 9. Yeah. 
And so it's like, well, now I have to get ready. And so. it's a ball. It yeah. didn't seem like they had dinner. So it's a ball, which means it's post-meal. Yeah. Meals take three hours at this time. <laughs> exactly. It's like you show up, have one dance with Prince Eric, and then you're gone. Yep. And that's that's enough time for him to fall in love with her. How yep. much ta- talking do you think they did at the dance, Sean? More than Ariel could. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm also looking at it from time perspective, because Little Mermaid came out in the 80s. Totally. Whereas Cinderella, I can give a pass to that concept if I have to, because it's the 50s. It's the way I look at the crows in Dumbo. That's the time. Fine. Sure. That's what it was. Yeah. I don't like it, but fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no different than, um, I mean, when I started collecting the Looney Tunes shorts. Yep. uh, At about volume three, maybe even volume two, they had people come out like Whoopi Goldberg saying... This was a different time. There are things that they did back then that they put into their shorts that nowadays are absolutely not accepted, but we're not altering them. We're not changing them because we want it to be as pure to the original as we can. Yes. Just know that this is not the way that Warner Brothers Company thinks anymore. Right. It's just this is... This is how it was. It's the same with... Warner Brothers, home of Wonder Woman. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Like... Yeah. Yeah. It's no different than than uh, Huck Finn and Jim on the yep. raft, right? Like, N-word Jim. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. That's a nice Family Guy reference. Thank you. <laughs> I know at one point they wanted to change it change it to Slave Jim. I'm like, that's not that that's much not what better. It was. That's not what the and that wasn't the work. Exactly. Yeah. That's you are doing a disservice to Mark Twain there. So that, in a roundabout way, is why I give less of a pass to Ariel than I do to Cinderella or Aurora or Snow White. Because it's just, okay, that's the that's the time, that's what they're doing. Love at first sight, fine. Ariel's the 80s. We could have moved on by that point. Fine. Um, I was in a production of Cinderella when I was in grade 9. Okay. Did you play Eric? No, I played the Duke. So I was one of the comic relief. Okay. Yeah. He and the king were, you know, the old blind king who, in our production, just had his crown below his eyes, so that's why he couldn't see. Oh, that's clever. It was a good solution. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty fun, and it was ridiculous. And I just recently rewatched the version, like, literally pulled out the cassette tape because I was moving and plugged it into the VCR and played it for Shannon, and she loved it. Good. I was... Great? I mean, I was pretty spectacular. (laughs) Okay. But sitting there watching it, I was just mortified because it's grade <laughs> nine Dave who hadn't hit puberty yet. And I'm just like, oh, God. I had a, a, a spirit gummed mustache and a, a <laughs> monocle. Like it was, oh, it was something else. But it was a really fun production. I really like the story of Cinderella. So yeah. I, she's just not as cool as some of the other ones. And that's what it is, because some of the later ones, and it's a lot of the later ones, mm-hmm. have placed higher on our list just because they're more interesting as characters yeah. than these ones are. Yeah, exactly. Which I literally wild, like... had to pick between Snow White and Cinderella, because those were my 7-8, I believe. Right. And I had to pick between the two, and my tiebreaker was literally had nothing to do with Cinderella. I went, okay, I did a one-act play where we made a Cinderella reference called Cinderdan, so I like that a bit more, and bibbidi-bobbidi-boo is an amazing song. It really is. So Cinderella's higher. <laughs> Fair. And this, like, it's an indication of, I don't want to say the lameness, because none of these princesses are lame, well, per se. Well, is a little lame. Sure. But in our highest, the three oldest characters, 
are in our are in the top end of the five. Like yeah. they're they're in the the first bottom five, half. the bottom half. Yeah. So it's kind of an indication of as the 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 world has evolved and the female characters have evolved, so has their rank of awesomeness. Yeah, the awesomeness of their character improves late. Like you said, the Renaissance even. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which we're starting in basically now. <laughs> yeah, technically Ariel was the beginning of the renaissance of the Disney princesses because she came in at 89. True. But John has a real distaste for Ariel. So, number six is Jasmine. It's not much of a renaissance. <laughs> Whereas Jasmine... It was more of a renaissance in the fact that they were bringing Disney princesses they back. They were doing the idea again. Yeah. So, But maybe that's why they did the love at first sight. Here's what matters. This is the thing. This is the traditional story. We'll do it with Little Mermaid. So then we bring it back to we we're bringing back female characters, and then we can evolve to somebody like Jasmine, who yep. is pretty Number strong six. in her own right, ish, ish. Which is why she's kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, because really she's a she's not a secondary character, but she almost is. They totally. take some Roman holiday elements and infuse it into the half Aladdin myth that they do. If you know the real Aladdin story, you're like, Aladdin's not, no. But the movie version, they take some Roman holiday and some of the fun parts of the Aladdin myth where he's not terrible and then turned it into a really fun movie. Yeah, and I, I love Aladdin. And this is one of the ones like Sleeping Beauty, she's the titular character. Yep. Ariel, Snow White, Tiana, Cinderella. This is the first one where the princess is actually not the main character. Right. In, the, in so much like, again, Aurora is not, she's she's the she's the titular character, but she is not necessarily on screen the most, whereas Jasmine is not actually, like, Aladdin is the movie. Right. Jasmine kind of plays second fiddle, I guess. Yeah, kind of, well, she's the love interest, and that's yeah. largely her purpose in Aladdin. But that said, she does help to try and stymie Jafar. She does try to stand up to her father when he's been hypnotized. Like, there are... Yeah, that's true. No, so, uh, like, and that's why she was higher on mine yeah. as well, and Lord Lower or whatever. Sure, further exactly. up my list than the others were. Why she ranked better than the other ones? Yeah, because she does have some. She has personality. Yep. If nothing else, she has personality, and like I said earlier, personality does go a long way. Yes, it does. Uh, even to the point that when she kind of figured out who Aladdin was and called him out on it, and that was kind of the the, the beginning of the rift, and they got back together, and it was fine, and. You know, and yeah. as most things do, things end in most cases ends in a marriage or the relationship or being reconciled. Exactly. Yeah. So you appreciate that with Jasmine, and so Aladdin was also kind of when I like I love Aladdin. It's one yeah. of my favorite favorite Disney movies. Was that number two or number one? It's certainly not number one. That's Robin Hood. Yeah, I, I, but it's it's close. It's like two I, or it's, three. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably three because Peter Pan would be number two. Ah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I love me some Peter Pan. Yeah, stealing children. Right, exactly. <laughs> that was podcast number two, I think. Something like that. <laughs> Clearly, I just enjoy people who are unscrupulous. Yeah. Sure. That was close. Yeah. I'm not even going to try and correct it because I'm like, I got within the ballpark on that one. So I also like how both of us, our favorite Disney movie is the one that they made the cheapest reusing a bunch of stuff. They're just like, we need to, we need to release a movie. This. Yeah. Oh, we have a bear dancing from another movie. Let's put it in this one. Talking just, snake. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll put it in this one. Oh yeah. It's, I don't even care. I, nope. I just, I love the Robin Hood myth as we've talked about before. 
Maid Marian would have been number one if she counted. 100%. So she's on my on my full extensive list that I printed off. There's a bunch of different characters that come from different movies. Right. And Maid Marian is like, she's not she's not a, on the list because she's not human. I was like, fine. That's a pretty good reason for her not to be yeah. a princess. But she would be num- the number one. Yeah. Because I love me some Maid Marian. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with Jasmine? Not really. Cool. So we're on a whole new world here. Yep. Awesome. So then uh, the second half of our list is brought to you by Gobblebane. Hey, Dave. Yeah? When was the last time you were attacked by goblins coming to my place? At least two months ago. Yeah, that's all thanks to Gobblebane, available exclusively through Gill and Moore Associates. Refreshing! Anti-goblin sprays come in many dynamic scents, including Blood of the Fallen, Essence of Protection, and Grape. Gobblebane. Banish those goblins today. And we're back, rolling right along with our ultimate five-star Sean and Dave list of Disney princesses and their awesomeness. Yeah. With number five. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, it's it's as close as we could do as a top ten. Like, we didn't have any quote-unquote honorable mentions. And what was the point of doing a top ten and leaving Aurora off? Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, I guess honorable mention goes to the one princess who didn't make the top ten. So we just kind of fudged it a little bit. And Princess Di. Number five. Uh-huh. <laughs> Belle. Yep. I mean, we both really enjoy Beauty and the Beast. We yeah. talked about that when we saw the when we did the trailer react. Yep. Um, I saw Beauty and the Beast. It is the one movie from 2017 that I've seen. Sweet. Which is awesome. Yep. Uh, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And Was that... Were we right in the fact that Gaston... Gaston? No. No. Gaston is the Gaston's the, the... Yeah. Lumiere? No, no, I oh. meant the guy. Yeah. Yeah, when he was standing in front of the tapestry of himself being excited, was I right on that or not? No. Dang. No, it was not, like, part of his own fantasy. It was, like... It was legitimately... He was rousing the crowd and everybody just loves Gaston. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I do remember sitting there and I was like, oh, no, it's not part of his own fantasy. Like, I, I remember okay. the scene, and so it was just part of the... Because in the trailer, it, it looked... Because behind him was this tapestry of him standing, yeah. having won the day. Yeah. No, it he, he hadn't won the day, but it was when he was basically rallying the crowd to go and... Okay. Down with the... Uh, the, the Beast? Beast. Down the beast. Whatever, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, Belle, now we're getting to a point where... These characters are fairly strong. So her father, Maurice, gets captured by Eric the Beast. Well, first off, she wants out of town. It's true. She wants more from life than what that small village can offer. Mm-hmm. Because she can only escape through her books. And as Gaston has uh, indicated, men don't want a woman who can read. Right. So, you know, that's some real chivalrous, chivalrous thinking right there. Yes. Now, granted, this is not... I feel like Beauty and the Beast is not an indication of... It's not Disney saying, this is the way you should be. You should follow what men say, and you shouldn't read, because reading is stupid. They're saying, you do you, girly. You want to be a reader? You be a reader. 
Well, and Gaston's not the good guy. No, exactly. So. Yeah. So that's why when she goes to the castle and Eric shows her the library. Yeah. Eric Beast. Eric the Beast. Yeah. Eric Beast. Yes. 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 His last name is Beast, which is why he got turned into a beast. Eric Beast Charming, Dave. Come on now. Eric Beast Charming, Dave. Now that is a stage name. <laughs> Born. I was drinking when you said that. I just both shot water all over the microphone. <laughs> but I didn't. So yeah, she's she's strong in the sense that she, she wants to get out of town. She has her own dreams. life goals and dreams. Yeah. And, and you know she can't because she has to take care of her father, the crackpot inventor. Yeah. Who then gets captured by the Beast. Because he's trying to steal something. Yeah. It's not like the Beast wanders into town... Oh, and Wolfman style. No, exactly. Just like punches through the wall and rips him out. <laughs> That'd be a better story. That would be. Although. Then the love story is harder to sell. Certainly. But, yeah, you kidnap my father versus you're holding my father prisoner because he stole something from you. Right. Yeah. Uh, but she basically trades places with her father. Yeah. To set her father free, she will trade places with him and risk being imprisoned for life. Which. At the time, she doesn't know that she's going to basically, A, fall in love with Eric the Beast. Eric Beast, sorry. Yep. I keep putting... Maybe the is his middle name. Well, where, is it, where does it take place? France. So, the Beast would be fine. There you go. Eric the Beast. Right? I like it. So, <laughs> so he... She, she goes and trades places with him and is willing to do that so that her father can live out the rest of his days. Yep. Not in prison. Right. Which I kind of get because... You know, he's old and feeble, but at the same time, he's old and feeble, and really, you're going to have to spend a lot more time there than he is. Yeah, but it's farther away from Gaston. So That is true. <laughs> I mean, ultimately... He's kind of a dick, so... He, not kind of, he just is. Like, yeah. But that is a very, very solid point. I mean, you could stay in this town away from your father. Like, your father is gone, and so there's really nobody to protect you. Not that he could against Gaston, because Gaston's kind of a jerk. No, but but Gaston's, Gaston is a dick, but he wouldn't bypass tradition. No, certainly That's not. That's definitely not a Gaston thing. No. Because like, he thinks he's being chivalrous, and he's thinking in the old way, which would not mean, like, your father's missing. We should get married. That way you do have a place in the town. Certainly. As opposed to, if her dad is still there, just being like, yoink. Punching no. through the wall. <laughs> Dear Disney, we have a third Beauty and the Beast movie we want you to do, and involves wall punching. Lots and lots of wall punching. That's how Belle gets taken, that's how Maurice gets taken, that's how they come into the palace, is they just punch through the stone walls. Yep. I think we've got something here. I'd watch it. Beauty and the Beast, the wall punching version. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. Right? Especially if that was the, the, the secondary title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or just Beauty and the Beast wall puncher, and wall puncher comes up, like, through the screen, so it punches through. <laughs> I like it. Steven Seagal is the Beast. Obviously. And Emma Watson can play the bell again. She is very good. Sure. Yeah. But when she gets there, and she she stands for, she, she stays strong to her convictions, and she, she decides to be imprisoned... But she doesn't take any crap from the beast. He's a terrifying looking terrifying. He's a yeah. terrifying looking dude. Yeah. For the most part, until he gets all dolled up with his weird beast braids and everything like that. <laughs> the night of the ball. The two person ball. Right. Slash dinner. Well. Regardless. 
he's a terrifying looking dude and he's got the claws and he's got the teeth and he's clearly got some anger issues yeah so he could be a very very terrifying captor and yet she don't give a crap well to be fair the ice is mostly broken by some amazing magical household implements that is true because the the ice is really broken by a talking candlestick and like clock the teacup and teapot that's true yeah and the the ottoman dog ottoman dog right the dog is awesome (laughs) so that helps that does help when all of a sudden you realize oh this place isn't so scary no and the teapot sounds a lot like murder she wrote so well that's a problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can't remember what angela lansbury characters character is in murder she wrote but right oh then oh the name of the author yeah because it was angela lansbury who played mrs potts right yeah yeah it was it doesn't matter i don't remember i never watched murder she wrote well why would you every episode for 14 seasons is about a writer who just shows up somewhere where there's a murder and at no point during those 14 seasons did anyone go why is this writer always around The trail of bodies following this murder writer is quite substantial. We should look into this. Wow. We put her in custody, and all of a sudden the murder stopped. Hmm. Weird. Wait, so are you insinuating that the author is the murderer in all the murder she wrote? No, she never is. It's just you would think that at some point, Homeland Security was like, hmm. We We should investigate this. Yeah. Or just have somebody figure out where she is all the time, so that way we can just keep track of what's happening around her. Where is she going on her bike? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just a patrol car, like, following her? No, no, it's fine, ma'am. You're not, you're fine. We just want to make sure that nobody murders after you leave. <laughs> we know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Belle, along with the help of the mag- magical creatures, yeah. talking magical What's well, the objects. staff, right? Yeah, the staff obviously. is turned yeah. into the objects. Well, but yeah. So the staff is nice. Yeah. And they help kind of... Look, he's not that bad. It's just a curse. Yeah. He's just angry because the, the pedal is molting faster and faster nowadays. And, you know, the, the curse is getting more and more imminent to being real. And you're kind of our last shot. So please stay. Yeah. And then she does. Yep. And all's well. But... One of the reasons why she's in the top five is because she realizes that there's beauty is more than skin deep. Right. Right? And so she sees the true person that Prince Eric Beast is. Yep. And they fall in love. Yeah. And live happily ever after. We assume. I, in true Disney fiction. Yeah, exactly. We just expect that that's the case. Beauty and the Beast 2, divorce proceedings. <laughs> I wonder if they if they get divorced, does the curse revert itself? <laughs> and sign that, and sign that, and all of a sudden it's just like, whoop, just a big flip. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Door slams behind him, the castle crumbles, like, whoop, that got dark real fast. <laughs> At least I got the clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Number four, it's the only other one that I haven't seen. But you know the story a bit better. Yeah. But it's Rapunzel. Right. From Tangled. From Tangled. And so I know the story of Rapunzel who is locked up in the tallest tower and grows her hair and that's kind of the source of all her power. And I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. I just haven't seen the full thing. But the hair is the source of all her power and then 
Prince Eric comes and she lets down her hair and he climbs her hair to save her from the whoever's holding her captive. Right. So I know that story. What makes Rapunzel so great? Entangled? Yeah. She's crazy high energy, completely independent, and really didn't need Eric, but kind of goes along with him and ends up saving Eric a couple of times Perfect. on their way back to the kingdom. Okay. So it's, she is a feisty kind of fun teen girl whose hair is magical. Okay. So they've taken the, she's trapped in a tower and needs help and kind of turned it around to, she's trapped in the tower, but she doesn't really need help. She just thought she was supposed to stay there. And right. then when she finds out she wasn't, it's just like, well, I'm free in the world now. Let's go do <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and just kind of runs amok in the world and yeah. is totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. Now, she just, does she not know a world beyond her tower? And so that's why. That's where she was raised. Okay. So that's basically why she. The world beyond the tower is dangerous. Right. But she yearns to go outside because there's a world out there. Wow. And I mean, can you imagine if you were born and raised in a place and you could see all this landscape beyond you and it's beautiful, but you have no idea what's out there? It would be terrifying because you have, like, you haven't not been educated in the ways of what's out there. Yep. And yet. All you want to do is explore that. Yep. And she doesn't have a lot of the terrified side of it. It's mostly once she's outside, it's just like, I'm going to go over there. Awesome. What's that thing? I lo- Let's and do stuff. I love characters like that. Yeah. And so despite the fact that I haven't seen it, Rapunzel ranked higher than Tiana just because I know more of the Rapunzel story. Right. And from what I understood, she's a very cool character and people really liked her. Yep. So... I would like to, I will venture to try and watch Rapunzel as soon as I can, because that one's... Tangled. Right, sorry, Tangled, yeah. as soon as I can. Because that one seems a little bit more intriguing, although New Orleans 20s jazz does sound pretty sweet. Yep. I do like that. And it is a traditional princess story. Totally. So... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd see, say see Tangled. You were going to say Rapunzel too, weren't you? Uh, no, I was... I was trying to remember where they were on our list, oh. and it's like, yeah, Rapunzel was my two. Right. Which means she fell to four because she was ranked a little higher, lower on mine. Right. Just because, again, I haven't seen Tangled, so I couldn't put her ahead of Pocahontas. Yeah. Who's our number three? Look at that hey, segue. Hey, segue-in. Segue-in? Yep. Sounds like a fake country character. I'm from the town of Segway. You can, I, I, I'm a sick, I don't know, I got nothing. It's hot and I'm hungry, so. Pocahontas. <laughs> uh, we're really getting into the cool characters here. Yeah. I mean, I would say our top five are all cool characters. Yep. But our top three in particular are pretty badass. Yeah. Um, this one kind of shoots the story of Pocahontas in the foot a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's really not the story of John Smith and Pocahontas or John Rolfe. You know, the other guy who's actually important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do feel like Disney has, sorry, Eric Smith and Eric Rolfe. <laughs> Glad you caught yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awkward. Now, um, Disney has a pretty good tendency to take these stories and kind of, well, for lack of a better word, Disneyfy them. Yeah. And make them a little bit more happy and... Yeah, yeah, the Pocahontas story is not happy. No. No, it's not. No. 
I don't know why, but yesterday somehow Colors of the Wind got brought up in our office. Oh. And so then our box office manager and I spent like two or three minutes trying to remember all the words to the chorus. Oh, wow. And it was kind of a, not the whole song, because there's no way I could do that. No. But I was just like, have you ever heard the wolf cry to the, and like, he, we kind of piggybacked on each other, and all of a sudden it was just like, well. Got there? There's that. Nice. Yeah. And then I had Colors of the Wind stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Of course. Did you then listen to it at some point? No. Ah. Uh, no. So it's still kind of in the back just of my lurking. mind. Yeah, just lurking? Yeah. So I feel like maybe when I get home, I'll have to do YouTube that. YouTube that. Yeah. I may just have to do that. Um... Pocahontas, she's she's her raccoon is awesome. Yeah, the raccoon, right? Uh, yes. It's been a long time since I it, saw Pocahontas. Probably since when it came out. Yeah. So I, that's why I could barely remember. I mean, the the song itself was on the radio because it was popular enough that that was the big song. That was the big song. It's cool. like every now and then one of those songs from, uh, from Disney will make it into the charts. Like it's yep. not. I mean, let it go. Yeah. Do we need a di- another example beyond Let It Go? No. So. That song was huge. It was massive. Even Colors of the Wind was big, but not Let It Go. Big. A Whole New World. Right? Yeah. Huge. Absolutely. Every now and then, I mean. Some of the Lion King songs. I was just going to say, Circle of Life and. Um, Can You Feel the Love Can Tonight? Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And, I mean, as long as Elton John does yeah. it. Yeah. Have, but, we, have we mentioned any Randy Newman yet? Because he scores half the Disney movies. Right. Exactly. That man and his kids and dog. <laughs> uh, another Family Guy reference for yeah. those of you who don't remember the what was that the the season two season two when they're on their way to go to the Twinkie factory to go and because there was a, a it's the apocalypse. apocalypse and I can't remember what caused the apocalypse. It doesn't really matter. yeah. Who cares? It's Family Guy. That's there's no princesses in Family Guy. No, but there is. Well. Anyway, Pocahontas. <laughs> but it's like they they did go with because Pocahontas means little mischief, does it, or something? Yeah, your it might be on your sheet. Oh, it could actually. That's a good call. It's it's, it's something mischief. Pocahontas. Mm, it doesn't say. Oh, Pocahontas, Pocahontas is the second princess after Jasmine to have her singing voice and speaking voice provided by two different voice actresses. Oh yeah, interesting. Uh, giving her the title. No, it doesn't say. That was. I feel like they should have fleshed that out. Yeah, probably. Anyway, but I think it, it's it's something to that effect. Mm-hmm. We'll look it up after. Yeah. But it's something to that effect, and they did kind of nail that she's strong-willed she's independent she's yeah impish that's a great word for it yeah she just she enjoy she enjoys life and that is kind of the the trend in these in these top five yeah is there's a, a an enjoyment of life now granted things might affect that but yeah specifically thinking of our number one but yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <coughs> but as a general rule they 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 have a lust they have a lust for life. Yep. And Pocahontas certainly does that. And and I don't know. She's fun and captivating. And I mean, great not, character. Great character. Not necessarily. And that was the thing that we had to that we had to remind ourselves of when it came to ranking these prison 
princesses in order of their awesomeness, is you can't rank the movie, you have to rank the princess. Right. Pocahontas is not necessarily my favorite Disney movie. Like, no. I prefer Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and Cinderella to Pocahontas. Maybe not yeah. Cinderella, but Aladdin and Beauty and the I'd Beast I'd have to sure. think about Cinderella and Pocahontas, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Those, but certainly there are movies lower on our list that I, I prefer to Pocahontas, but... Character-wise. Character-wise, she's awesome. Yeah. She's great. Now, do you, why do you think that is? Because she is a better... as On the ultimate five-star Sean and Dave list of Disney princesses and their awesomeness, she is three. Yeah. But why is her movie not higher on your list? Because when we did our top fives way, way back in the long, long ago, I don't think Pocahontas was on either of our lists. No. Well, I mean, because... In a- on our lists, we don't have to limit ourselves to, to just, just the princesses. The princesses. But considering she's our third favorite princess, that's kind of weird yeah. that she wouldn't make ten Disney movies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure why. That's a good question. We may have to revisit the top ten Disney movies. People can ask. Yeah. And then I'd have to rewatch it because, again, like we said, Pocahontas. And maybe that's the reason because I haven't seen it since it came out. That I've could seen be Aladdin, it. I've seen Beauty and the Beast, I've seen Robin Hood, I've seen all these ones that I love so dearly. Yeah. Sword in the Stone come for out. me. Yeah. I always talk about Sword in the yeah. Stone. So I've seen those since they've come out. Whereas, You've seen that one yet? No. Okay. Whereas I haven't seen Pocahontas since 1996? Sure. I don't know. Well, it came out... Where are you, Pocahontas. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, ba. Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas. So between Pocahontas and or Aladdin and Mulan. So, yeah, I would say roughly 96, 97, somewhere around there. Probably. Because Lion King was 94. Yeah. So it would have been, I. it was certainly after Lion King. Yes. So I would say somewhere around 96 or 97. Yeah, okay. Junior high for me would make that would kind make of sense. sense. And again, maybe junior high, that wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, right? Like, I was more yep. of a, I was more pesky uh, male characters, and that's one of the reasons why I responded more to, to those, right? And, right. you know, I, at that point, right around then was when uh, Toy Story came out, so I was going, I was gravitating more towards... That was 96, yeah. Right, I was gravitating more towards commuter animated, so Pocahontas just kind of fell lower on my radar, but as far as a character goes, she's a good character. Which is why you love Nora and Tron so much. Totally. <laughs> actually watched Tron, the original Tron, yesterday. And? I liked it. I'd yeah? seen it before. Oh, okay. It was a rewatch, but it had been a long gotcha. time. Nice. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> anything else to say in regards to Pocahontas? Well, no, because speaking of computer animation... <laughs> is it the only... Yeah. It is. Wow. Everybody else is hand-drawn. Or, I mean... I guess, has that classic hand-drawn look to them. Yeah, well, I think Princess and the Frog was done traditional. Was it? Yeah. I'm just trying to think, because what about Tangled is CGI? Oh, Tangled yeah. is CGI. Yeah. yeah. I keep, because we have it, the character, not the we movie. We wrote Rapunzel. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, we're talking about the princesses. Exactly. But, number two is Merida from Brave. Yeah. Now, and this ties exactly to what you were talking about, where she's way higher on my list, but Movie-wise, it would be way lower. Yeah, and I really like Brave. I think it's a great it's movie. It's fine. And as far as... She's the only one who doesn't 
end up with somebody at the end of the movie. She doesn't have an Eric. She has... Yes. As long as we keep Frozen out, yes. Yes. But on this as, list. As of the official 11 princesses. Disney princesses, she's the only one who doesn't end up with a person. Yep. With an Eric. Yep. She has suitors, and they're trying to vie for her love, but she... In her modern-day stance, modern... Modern-day ancient Celtic stance. Sure. Modern-day as to when it's been made. Aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. But as it, it, it happens way back in the, the Celt days... Right. She is independent and just doesn't want any of it. Yep. So she will do whatever she has to do to not get married. Now, granted, that means that she ends up turning her mother into a bear... Right. Accidentally. Yes. And then her brothers into bears. Accidentally. Yeah. Pointless characters. Not the mother. The brothers. Yeah. Brothers were completely pointless. I mean, they were pesky, but they they didn't need to be there. No. They didn't really add anything to the movie. Nothing. Right. Which is why every once in a while it's like, here's a four minute scene of the brothers doing stuff. It's like, I don't care. Just go back to Merida. She's awesome. Yeah. And that's... But I appreciate her independence. I appreciate the fact that she doesn't feel like she needs to get married. And we were both in our 20s? Late 20s, early 30s? How long has Brave been out? At least, I mean, I'm 33. So I would say it's been out three years. Yeah. I bet, yeah, maybe. Well, you're a couple years older than I am. So So that's what I mean. Late 20s, early 30s. Right in around there. And she's two on our list. Yeah. So, yeah. That's an indication of how great a character she is. Yep. Plus, she's played by Maggie from... Uh, Boardwalk Empire. Empire. Kelly McDonald's awesome. Yeah. She is awesome. And the perfect voice for her. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because I forgot that she was Scottish because she, like, I was used, obviously she's in, in, um. Trainspotting. Trainspotting. But I was so used to her playing Mrs. Thompson from Boardwalk Empire that I was used to her being Irish. And I was like, oh yeah, right. No, you are Scottish. And she's just perfect for Merida. Yeah. And like the, the long flowing red hair and just the the tangle that is her hair and yep. she's just she's a cool character great archer great archer yeah and just like she loves horseback riding she loves archery she because they were all all of the suitors had to compete i haven't seen brave probably since the year it came out okay so all of their suitors had to compete in feats yeah essentially and she beat them in all of the feats certainly in archery like because they had the four different targets and like oh look how close that person and she just like she just destroyed all of them dismantled them yep much to the chagrin of her father played by billy Connolly, who was awesome so awesome so yeah like great characters super fun super engaging also impish and mischievous yep but a great great role model and if my niece turned into merida i'd be like cool great good for you She's got the hair, not it's not red. She's got blonde hair, but it's the curly. It's just like there's just a mass amount of hair. And I feel like if she's going to turn into the blonde version of Merida, it's like, awesome. No boy is ever going to mess with you, and that is fantastic. So, yeah. great. Good on you. <laughs> uh, and that was your number that one. Was, she was my number one. Yeah, and I, my number three, as I had, as I've seen Tangled, my Rapunzel snuck into two. And that specifically was, did I like Tangled or Brave better? Tangled. Okay, Rapunzel sure. then. But that so was the, literally the tiebreaker. The characters for me. are basically, they're very Equivalent. equal to you, yeah. but you Which tells the movie. you that you should probably see Tangled. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we've mentioned her once or twice. Yeah. We've alluded to her before, but I did mention, uh, who was it? Uh, Pocahontas falls between her and Jasmine. Yeah. So, number one. 
is Mulan. Yep, Fa Mulan. Another incredibly strong character. My number one. Sean's number one, my yep. number three. Who was my number two? Jasmine. Jasmine, right. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a soft spot for Jasmine because just, of my love for Aladdin. It's the love of the movie. Yeah. Whereas I was more stringent on yeah. character, 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 and then used the movies as tie breaks. Well, and I think... I started writing. I started ranking before we. You were like, "Oh, we need to rank the the." And so I just was like, "Ah, Jasmine can still be number two. Sure, yeah. But Mulan was number three because she's a an she's incredibly awesome. strong character. She's awesome. Yeah, her dragon friend. Yeah, is great. Yep. And she wants to fight for the army. Yeah. Well, it's a. It's all about honor, right? Because totally. she's she is striving to protect her family's honor. Yeah. So she she twelfth nights everybody. And it's Basically, ba- it's based on the poem the or it's the legend of Hua Mulan is essentially what it's based on. Okay, which is an act. The actual story is about a a girl who leaves her village disguised as a man and essentially becomes the general of an army for a warlord, and they win, and she goes home. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't think I knew that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, most of these. I guess Brave isn't really based on a on a fairy tale. Like Not there's really. a few that aren't, but for the most part, they do get their they're inspired their by it, the very least. something exactly. Yeah. So no, Mulan is there is an actual Mulan story. If you listen to the Myths and Legends podcast, okay. he actually tells the full 45 minutes and he just tells the real story of Mulan. Oh cool. Yeah. Oh very neat. All right, well there you go. Um yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah. Like how can how can anybody watch that movie and not appreciate that character? Exactly. Right? Like she's cool, she's tough, she's gritty. Yep. And she wants And she twelfth nights everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. She dupes everybody. Yeah. I mean At a point they figured it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, fine. But, but at the same time it's like I mean this is again more of a a statement on the world that it is on on women, but it's like, well, she has to pretend to be a man in order to do something. But that's not because if she could fight as a female, she would, but they just won't let her because in that time period, it's like, well, no. No. Women aren't allowed to do that. They have to stay in the village and cook and clean and raise babies and you can't, you have to do that. You can't come fight with us. And it's like, the hell I can't. I'll just make myself look like a man. Yep. And so she does. Yeah. And 12 Nights, everybody, and kicks a major butt. Yes, she does. Yeah. And in the real story, for 15 years? Really? Yeah. She duped people for 15 years? Yes and no. Or... At a certain point, some of her inner circle knows, but at the same time, she's their best fighter, so it's like, yeah. Let's not say anything. anything. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Mulan's awesome. Mulan is awesome. Uh, so is... Louise for giving us this podcast topic. Yes. Because we had a lot of fun with this one. And I think that was Louise's first one. So So thanks for listening and thanks for sending in your request. Yeah. Suggestion. Whatever. Your topic. Same difference. Yeah. Topics. Send them. Please. We'll do them. Yeah. Like this. Clearly. We'll talk about anything. We used to make people up and be like, oh, yeah, this person totally did this. But now we have so many. Well, in the Lost podcast. In the Lost podcast. But it's been so long where people are like, oh, how about this? So we're happy to do that. Yep. So keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss and Mrs. Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast. And we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys from Podcast. 
can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at theguysfrom, or write about a character who doesn't say anything. I think if we made anything clear today, it's that we would have no problem understanding her. So using her body language and personality, have her ask a question that you want us to answer, and we'll figure it out and totally answer it. Yeah, yeah, we could do a podcast about forks. If you enjoy the Guys From Podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best thing you can do to help us out is to leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. That's right, they changed the name. It's now Apple Podcasts. We're available on pretty much everywhere. We're available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. Whatever. English, it's hot. Hey Dave, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, so on the complete opposite end of the spectrum from Disney, I tried the the app Night Terrors the oh, other day. Okay, have you heard of that one? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. So for those of you who aren't familiar with it, basically you go into your house or whatever room you want to do it in, whatever building you want to play in. Yep. And it accesses your phone, so it accesses the camera and the the light on your phone, and you basically go around your house, and it essentially turns your house into a haunted house. Yeah. Um. It's really cool. Now, granted, we only played kind of the the the, the one, the base version that they had. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like with new skins and new, new things, it would be better. Yeah. But for our first try through, it was pretty great. Definitely Good. some jump scares. Definitely some shivers. Like, it was it was pretty interesting. So if you guys are into horror, things like that, uh, give it a shot and let me know what you think. John? Awesome. On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this podcast with a flourish, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day. Man, it's hot. I'm tired and I'm hungry too. We also write articles on things like music, indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, The Simpsons gaming, E3's coming, so get your questions ready. We'll probably talk about it next week. Hint, hint. Wow, where can I find all that again? Why, it's on www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, or review needs, or to find out more about that app Dave was talking about. I'm pretty sure we covered a few of them. figured you probably did. And also, I don't know. Forks! (laughs) Forks! <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you used a fork to comb your hair? It's probably been a while. And if I learned anything from Ariel, that was probably about it. You can comb your hair with a fork. Uh, it's hot and we're hungry. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Minstrel Guild. This has been episode 171 of the Guys From Podcast, The Royal Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Eric. I mean, Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing. But our fondness for a commercial that I don't know that Dave ever heard. But there's a commercial that's running on some central Alberta radio stations lately, which I just wanted to give a shout out to, where it talks about, I think it's for job shop or like a hiring thing, where have you've heard the calgaryjobshop.ca ad campaign about don't be a Dave. Don't be Dave. a Dave, where everyone, everyone who isn't the good employee's name is Dave. I've heard it so many times when I was on vacation. It's just like, oh man. Poor Dave. That is my favorite ad campaign right now. I don't know if you can find it online, but if you can, go try and find it because it has me in stitches every time. Well, what radio stations do you usually listen to? Because you can get anything online. 
Uh, the fan, 960. That's usually that's where I hear it on fairly regularly. Okay. The fan, 960 here in Calgary. I heard it on 106.7 The Drive from Red Deer. Okay. Also Z989. Sure. Basically anything that's southern Alberta where they're going to yeah. pick up. Because it's for calgaryjobshop.ca. So try like X929 if you like alt rock. There's Country 105 if you like country. Q107 probably yeah. plays it. Yeah, As probably. well if you like classic rock. So if you're looking for a radio station and you want to hear... A crazy radio ad about not being a Dave. Check it out. And that's apparently what we're brought to you by. It's hot! been doing for 170 episodes and now we got to work in again <laughs> episode 171 now in glorious mono sound <laughs> this has been episode 171 the glitch episode <laughs> that our end lore might be <laughs> all right perfect